The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Massive show for you tonight. Some good stuff coming up, but uh, none better than our first guest on the program tonight, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. How you doing, Jay? I'm all right. How are you? You've been busy, little sports man. Yeah, yeah. Had a, had a, had a busy week. Braves and now... Uh, Making the trip to Louisiana for the LSU tomorrow. Let me uh, let me start with the dogs before we get to the end of the Brave season. Toughest test for the dogs in this young football season comes tomorrow against LSU. Let's uh, get the nuts and bolts out of the way. Our coverage starts eleven thirty in the morning, and, and our kickoff is kickoff from Tiger Stadium, Death Valley, Baton Rouge, Louisiana at three thirty. Three thirty p.m. Yeah. All right, so LSU, they're always tough. They're Playing down there is always tough. They lost last week to Florida. Yeah, and it was not a good one either. No. They're very uh, – Coach Ed Orgeron, who we heard from earlier this week, you know, even admitted this one hurts, but we got to get over it. I can't do a Coach O impression, but that's what yeah. he said. Um, as, as a Dogs fan, I was mad they lost last week. You wanted week. to see that two top five matchup, didn't you? Well, I didn't want LSU to have like a wake-up call, yeah. and that was a wake-up call. So I, I, I'm afraid, again, I'm always pessimistic right. as a Dogs fan, that they're going to get their crap together and bring the heat tomorrow against our Georgia Bulldogs. Well, there's two ways to look at it. That yes, or Florida, it might have exposed them for being not as great as they appeared earlier. Yeah. Because their big win that put them in the top five was over Auburn, who now has two losses and can't run the football. So, Georgia's seven-point favorite. LSU's got a few issues, but their defense is very, very strong. Uh, Greedy Williams is the top cornerback in in the conference. We're right up there with uh, Georgia's DeAndre Baker. So, dogs are gonna have a hard time throwing the ball on LSU. You know, it's gonna be a low-scoring affair. I suspect. Really? But, um, well, certainly not. I don't think anybody's breaking forty. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay, interesting. Um, but. It's nice to actually have a game where we can get up for it. And yeah. we had really, you know, with the exception of South Carolina through the first half of the season, it's just been checking them off and moving on. Bulldogs now 6-0 and overall, 4-0 and in the SEC. Let's talk about that Florida win. Does that put them back on the map as far as contention yeah, possibilities for sure, the SEC sure does. East? It, what, it, what it says to me is Florida. <laughs> uh, Dan Mullen's already got things turned around there a little bit. They don't uh, totally stink. Like they did last year, yeah. And uh, and you know, if, you, if you're looking for Georgia, they needed the schedule to get boosted up a little bit. So the Florida win now you have four ranked opponents right in a row, that will help Georgia's schedule down the road as long as you win them all. Uh, LSU allowing 17 points per game, UGA allowing 13 points a game, which lends credence to your this will not be a high scoring yeah. affair. And there's only two teams in the country um, that are ranked in the top ten in both offensive and defensive efficiency, and they are the number two teams in the country, Georgia. And Alabama. WSB Sports Director Jay Black joining us in studio Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Dogs uh, enter the game as uh, last I checked with uh, Judd's bookie was they were seven and a half point favorites. Yes, yeah, so it's a touchdown, yeah, give or take. Yeah, um, biggest surprise from the dogs. We're getting deeper into the season. Uh, you cover the dogs as close as anybody. What's been the biggest surprise for you so far this year? On the negative side, I'm a little surprised that they haven't that the explosive plays aren't there mm-hmm. in the running game. 
that their a lot of their big runs have come from wide receivers gotcha. coming around me, and that that's surprised me a little bit. And I'm I'm a little surprised that with all the depth that they have, I don't know who the go-to guy is right now. Absolutely correct. I yeah. don't know. You know, last year it was clear. It's Chubb or Michelle. Yeah. Whoever's got the Two hot go-to hand, guys. they're getting the ball. <laughs> yeah. There's so many B-plus level players on this team, which is good, but you don't quite have this A guy yet. And I, I do want to, you know, who's getting that ball on third and one at the five yeah. when you got to have it? Or, right, or, a right thir- now it's, or a third and eight when you got to throw it. Yeah, you, you that I want to see me? settled. Uh, I thought uh, Nauta would have a bigger role this year. I, I just thought, you know, as a safety valve, as a guy that can move the chains, third and eight, where you looking? I thought he'd he'd have uh, bigger numbers. It's and it's still a running team. Yeah. So Nauta's got a block. Yeah. And he the pass catching ability is there, but like there's so many wide receiver options yeah. that they have, you don't need the tied in to go out there all that much too many chefs in the kitchen yes but that could be good now let's use you know it's third and eight who are we gonna who are we gonna defend and that's the catch who are you gonna stop yeah so it you know george is probably not gonna have a receiver that has the eight catch 150 yard game and elijah holyfield and uh, deandre swift probably not rushing for 190 yeah but if you win, win them all, what does it matter? That's all that matters. That is all that matters. Georgia's won them all so far, 6-0. and You can hear the game here on your Home of the Dogs uh, tomorrow, pregame at? 11.30. Kickoff at? 3.30-ish. You're the best. That's because it's a CBS yes, game, right? that's right. All right. So, and LSU, I believe, is ranked 13th. Georgia's second. That's correct. All right. So I'm excited for that. All right. Let's 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 uh, let's circle around and uh, talk next, about the Next Braves. week, by the way, we have to recap my culinary trip to New Orleans. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah. So. What You didn't have a culinary trip last week. No, I didn't no. Know. <laughs> nothing. No highlights there. My first trip, my first taste of New Orleans food. So I'll let you know how it goes. Oh, I'll, I'll give you some suggestions right. if you want. Um, I saw you eat your first clam. Have you ever had an oyster before? I have had an oyster. Okay, good. I think that would be <laughs> that would be my suggestion down in New Orleans. Um, Braves season wraps up. You were at SunTrust Park uh, for the uh, the two home games. The first postseason games ever in SunTrust Park history. Uh, first, the crowd. I mean, it seemed watching it on TV. That was a very raucous crowd. I like that. What did Sunday, it feel like there? Sunday was fantastic, and it was it was nice to – you can take politically however you want to with the tomahawk chop and chant, but when it gets going and the music doesn't need to you know push the crowd to do it, it is a very intimidating yeah. effect. I'm, I'm almost convinced that caused Walker Buehler to walk – freaking pitcher yeah with the bases loaded. i don't doubt it and then he got a little he had like a momentary brain burp for two batters and yeah it was walking the pitcher and then ronald acuna saying hello welcome yeah. to the playoffs so it's, it's a, a cozy special. atmosphere so i would imagine you know the break the games i've been to at suntrust park they haven't been like that kind of yeah. atmosphere so i never get to a sense of what it is like when the place is rocking that place yeah. was definitely definitely rocking uh that being said uh, the Braves lost to the Dodgers. Dodgers are a better team. I don't think there's any question here. This was, uh, I think you said it, playing with house money for the uh, for the Braves. No one expected them to be in the playoffs. This yeah, this year. was not one of the Braves' postseason underachievements. Yeah, it was a proper achievement. Correct. The Dodgers were better. They've won six straight divisions. They're the defending pennant winners. They have a three hundred eighty million dollar payroll. They have a three hundred eighty million dollar <laughs> payroll, and the Braves don't. Yeah, and that's in the you know when you have when you pitch four rookies in a row in sure. a playoff series. You're probably not going to win it, and the, the Braves did. The future is bright for yes. our Atlanta Braves. Um, coming back next year, the 2019 version of the Braves, um, I, I, we'll talk about it in another show of who, who we might see in a Braves uniform. Who might not we see next year with the Braves? So we know Brandon McCarthy is retiring. He's gone. Yes. Who else could be gone from this Braves team? 
Anibal Sanchez says he's not retiring. Okay. I don't know if he comes back because you've got so many young pitchers. Yeah. But, I mean, he was your second best He was best fantastic pitch. today. He was your best year, pitcher yeah. in the postseason. Yeah. Um, Gaussman, does he come back? Yes, he comes back. We have another year with him. He comes back. Markakis That's probably not. Yeah. So, Nick Markakis, I'm sure the Braves would like to have him back. Um, and I'm sure he'd like to be back, but the Braves aren't going to be able to pay a guy who had a career year uh, this late in his, you know. Well, the Braves might pay for a guy who had a career year, but not that one. Yeah. Because the fans are hoping, and this is where you want to see Liberty Media deliver. Yeah. The battery was built to raise revenue to get key free agents. Bryce Harper, Manny Machado are available. Yeah. Did the Braves actually get into that? Chaos I don't think so. and dish up the money. I don't think so. I'd be shocked if they do. Yeah, but I'm not ruling it out. See, I would think the Braves would like to get Marquez back, but a team like the Blue Jays is going to way right. overpay him. Yeah. And the Braves, you know, they shouldn't pay him 18 million dollars a year for two years, which is probably what he'll get yeah. on the market right now. So I'm assuming, unless Marquez says, "Hey, hometown discount, I'll come back for nine mil," I don't think he's in the Braves uniform next year. And if you want to win a pennant, no offense to Nick Marquez, he can't be your fifth hitter. Yeah. You know, he's a. He's a seven. He's a six yeah. on a pennant winning team. He's not a. He's not a five. A lot of females say he's a ten. Well, that's <laughs> probably true. That's probably true. Um, but in the batting order, yes. there's not a ten. Exactly. Um, wrap it up with WSB Sports Director Jay Black. Catching situation. What What do we have going on next year? Well, we bring Fla- it- Flowers has been resigned. Yes, he's coming back. Kurt Suzuki has not. Okay, that's another place where. You know, can uh, you, you can upgrade him. with the real motto? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the the guy that gets bandied about, and that he, would be awesome. He had a great year, and the Marlins, you know, they could use prospects. Yeah, they're sellers. So there's the the possibilities with this team are endless. The question is, does Liberty Media come off the hook and say, "All right, let's go for it. Here's some money to do it." All right, going forward to the rest of the baseball playoffs, uh, what, what do you see shaking out World Series wise? I think the Astros are going to upset the Red Sox. Let's let's hope. I'm in, I'm in. I'm <laughs> Sorry in the, about that. Yeah, no, I'm in the uh, the uh, anyone but the Red Sox. Sixteen mode to one right hurt now. a little bit, didn't it? Oh man! But last uh, uh, the final game was that uh, Tuesday night. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kimbrel gave us a ride. Uh, it was a little exciting, but yeah, anyone but the Red Sox right now. Um, I'd like to see Astros Brewers. I like the Brewers a lot. Yeah. That's a fun team to watch. I think the Do- I'm going to say the Dodgers finally get their World Series. Yeah, really. Yeah, I think they're going to World Series rematch. I think the Dodgers get them. All right, for their first one since 1988. WSB Sports Director Jay Black. We'll see you in uh, Louisiana. Yes. Saturday tomorrow, pregame at 11:30. Kickoff at 3:30 from Baton Rouge. All right, bring us home a win. And some great food stories, Jay Black. You know, some of my fondest memories here in the 20-plus years I've worked at WSB Radio were Saturday afternoons in Athens, sitting in the press box of Sanford Stadium, watching the legendary Larry Munson call Georgia Bulldogs games. And it was always a treat if I looked to the side in the other press box or met him in the press dining, seeing the legend Vern Lundquist up in Athens. He joins us now on the show. Uh, Mr. Lundquist, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Please, Mark, I'm fine, and my name is Vern. <laughs> Fair enough, Vern. You make, you make me sound older than I am. Well, you know, uh, you got to show respect I, I to the legends. Those are some of my favorite memories, too. How, how great uh, was that? I loved the University of Georgia. I, I respected and got to be a good friend of Larry Munson's. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some news with you. Uh, I don't think it's been publicized. It may have been publicized. Lauren Smith. Uh, is a dear friend of ours, Lauren and Myrna, and uh, at practice day before yesterday, he was standing out of bounds, he thought safely, 
and a punt returner ran, ran into him, knocked him down. He broke his hip, and he had uh, hip replacement surgery yesterday morning. Uh, I assume, since we've not heard to the contrary, that he's doing fine. But uh, he and Myrna were, were part of the reason we so loved Athens and the University of Georgia. So you've given me a public opportunity uh, to wish him well. It, the last we heard, uh, Vern, was that uh, the sur- surgery was successful. Obviously, Lauren, a, a big part of the UGA broadcast team here for years on WSB Radio, and, and certainly we wish him well. That, that's, I mean, that's a dangerous place to be on the sidelines at, uh, at Sanford oh, Stadium. Oh, gosh, yes. And, and he's, not, he's not a spring chicken. Uh, those years have come and gone, but he and Myrna are such dear friends of ours. Uh, he called me uh, the night after the accident. And uh, so I, I'm glad you've got an update for me. That's terrific news. Indeed. Uh, Vern Lundquist joining us on the Mark Aram Show. A book is out written by uh, Vern called Play by Play, calling the wildest games in sports. Uh, tell us about this book, Vern. Well, uh, the, the genesis for it came after a sports media session uh, here in New York, a, a, a basketball seminar get-together prior to the uh, March Madness tournament, uh, it was two years ago. And I was uh, in the midst of a group of five or six guys and telling stories, and there was laughter, and uh, which is what I was trying to get get to. And uh, one of the fellows said, you know what, you ought to write a book. And uh, that that started the thought process. And uh, my agent, who's represented me since 1983, had a literary department. They put together a proposal, shopped it around, and one of the great publishing houses in America, Harper Collins, bought the concept. Uh, and and I was going to write it myself. And I had very serious uh, back surgery in November at the Stedman Clinic in Vail, Colorado. And the the healing process took a lot longer than we thought it would. And so I just didn't have the energy. To, to start writing this book, and uh, Harper Collins understandably wanted some effort and a manuscript, and so we decided collectively to hire a ghostwriter, and his name is Gary Brozak, and so Gary and I would talk, and, and it was recorded four times a week, five sometimes, uh, and it was transcribed, and then he was uh, sent a copy of our conversation, from which he put together uh, the chapters sent them to me, I fact-checked them, I okayed them, sent them back to him, and then it came to New York. And that was the manner in which it was all put together. Uh, and now it's, I'm sitting here uh, in the hotel room, and I've got a copy of the book looking back at me. Uh, and it's been quite an experience to, to do a, a publicity tour here. And we're heading back to, we're going down to Birmingham tomorrow. Excellent. And then on to Tuscaloosa. The book is called uh, Play by Play, the author, the legend, Vern Lundquist. Uh, always uh, welcome here in SEC country, available at booksellers everywhere. Vern, a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, best of luck with the book, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay, Mark. Uh, we love Atlanta and the SEC. Thanks so much. Take care, brother. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks to Vern Lundquist and WSB Sports Director Jay Black. That's a lot of college football to gear you up uh, for tomorrow's action. Again, 
the home of the dogs right here at News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. All the coverage starting tomorrow morning with the tailgate show. I'll be active all weekend on social media. So if you want to hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, it's at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Congrats on your retirement, Karen Minton. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.